Hey, 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 everybody. Today I'm answering the question that someone asked in my group called, how do I get my group members to engage with me? I think a lot of people have this question and it's a great question because if you're growing a Facebook group, it's a lot of work. And if you don't have the engagement coming back, it feels like you're doing this work for nothing. So let's get into it. How do I get my group members to engage with me? Stick around. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. And now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. Okay, I love this question because Facebook groups are amazing. They're a very powerful tool. They're a great way to get a bunch of people who have some similarity together to build a community. But I want to start off by saying only start a Facebook group if it is something that you can actually commit to building. It takes a lot of time to do it. And if you are too quick to start a group when you're not ready, your group is going to be silent and you're going to be working really, really hard with no return on your investment. Starting a Facebook group is just like starting a new social media platform and getting ready to batch create content, come up with valuable content, and spend a lot of time there. You've heard me say it before in many podcast episodes that I don't want you to be on every platform because then you're spreading yourself too thin unless you have a team behind you and that can back you up that you are able to lean on them to help keep you active there. So you want to be on one social media platform at a time until you've mastered it. When you open up a Facebook group, it's like you're in another social media platform. So you only want to add the group to your to-do list when you are at a point in your business where you are ready and able to spend the necessary time it takes to build it up and nurture it. Okay, so putting that aside, it's really important to know your numbers. A lot of times people come to me and they say, Melissa, I started a Facebook group. I post in there every day. I'm working so hard. My group is barely growing and nobody is engaging with me. And my next question is, how many people are in your group? And funny enough, people usually say, I have 25 people in there or I have 100 people in there or I have 250 people in there. So I want you to know your numbers and I want you to have a realistic expectation. Just as a blanket statement, and I know that these numbers change based on what we're really talking about, but it's just a good number to have in your head. Everything converts at 1% at a minimum, which means it could convert at less than 1%. So what I want you to understand is that if you have 100 group members and you post something, and you get one person to like it or comment on it, you're doing really well. So if you're expecting to have 75 likes and comments in a group of 250 people, your expectations are out of whack. So I really want you to know your numbers because you can't just judge things based on, oh, I don't see any traction, nothing's happening. You really need to judge things based on the data. Numbers don't lie. Now, if you have 2,000 Facebook group members and you post something and nobody sees it, now we have a different issue. So if you're asking people to engage with you, let's figure out who wants to engage, why they want to engage, and what's going to get them to engage. So the first thing I would suggest is to ask them what they want. Make a poll and say, hi, I'd like to know what you want. I want to provide for you X, Y, and Z. 
Tell me which things you'd like to see more of and give them some options. When you spoon feed people, they're more likely to respond than if you wait for them to come up with something because that takes time. A lot of people don't have time or they don't have the energy or they read it and they go, oh, I'll go, I'll get back to that later. So put the poll answers in there for them so all they have to do is tap once with their finger. Now, if they want to add in extra options for the multiple choice, they can do that. But make sure that you at least spoon feed them two to five options so all they have to do is tap. And that's going to give you a lot of intel into what your group members actually want. Also, engaging with your group members means being fun. So I want you to post in there something open-ended, something that they can answer really, really quickly. It doesn't require lots of thought. It's fun. And these are engagement questions. I call them engagement triggers. And they might sound like fluff and they might be really stupid, but the fact of the matter is they get people to engage. So you could ask a question like, do you like tacos or do you like pizza? Now, that might have nothing to do with your group, and you might feel like, I don't want to post about that. That's not what this group is about. And I get that, and I understand that, and I respect that. But this podcast episode is about how to get group members to engage, and that is the answer. You get group members to engage by posting engaging content. Now, once you get your group members to start answering all these questions, now the algorithm wants to help you out because people are engaging on your posts. So when you post something else that is not an engagement trigger, the algorithm is going to say, oh, the last thing she posted did really well. It must have been important because it was well received. So now we're going to share this post out into their newsfeed as well. So you've got to play the algorithm game if you want it to work in your favor. So I want you to ask open-ended quick and fun engagement questions now open-ended is a question where they have to type in their answer so it could be what's the last thing you ate for dinner but also these if or that like this or that questions work really well also so make sure you schedule a lot of those out put them on a colorful background and post them at a time where you're audience is actually active and you can look into your insights in the settings feature of your group and find out when your group members engage the most and that's when you want to post all of your posts. Introducing the Spiritual Entrepreneur's Affirmation Deck. This is for you when you are ready to step into your full presence and power in business and life. This deck is beautifully crafted and designed to keep your daily actions in alignment with your purpose. Help heal the world and use your gifts to their fullest potential to make a big impact in other people's lives while making a living doing it. Get your Spiritual Entrepreneur's Affirmation Deck right now exclusively at melissmarketing.com shop. The other thing you can do is you can tag people. Now, don't be annoying with this and tag everybody all the time on every post. But if you know that someone in your group has an interest in something specific and you're posting about that specific thing, then tag them because that's helpful. So you want to think of tagging as, I want to share this with you because I want to be helpful. Not, I want to share this with you because I want to annoy you. If you come at it with, I'm an annoying person and I'm tagging you, people are going to leave your group or totally ignore you. And if you come at it where I know you have this issue or this concern or this interest, I want to share this with you because I think you'll like it. Now you become a friend and you're helpful. Also, when someone joins your group, there are questions that you can ask them. 
these questions are a really important part of your strategy when it comes to building a Facebook group. So one question that you want to ask is to find out what they're there for. Why are they there? Find out what they need right now and then as you collect those answers, you should be creating content that has to do with those answers. So for example, in my group, one of the questions is, what is the next big thing that you want to tackle in your business right now? And I get answers every day. I say 70% of them are about getting clients. So that's why most of my content is about getting clients. But if someone asks a question, for example, how do I get my group members to engage? Now I know I can create a podcast episode about it or I can write long form content about it or I can go live on it. And I know that my audience wants to hear about it because they told me. So it takes all of the guesswork out of it. The other thing is you want to stay really organized. Use the guides in your Facebook group. So I have guides in my group that are organized by category. Every single time I go live or I have guest experts come in to do world-class trainings or if I have past clients come in to talk about their experience in my Marketing with Intention program, all of those things get stored in a guide. It's super organized. So when people come into my group, they can easily find what they're looking for. That's going to help them engage. Also, get your members to invite their friends. It's fun to be in a community. It's even more fun to be in a community with your friends. And you want to invite people into your group that you have already built a relationship with. There is nothing more annoying than getting a message in my DMs that say, Hi, join my Facebook group. Like, I don't know who you are. I don't know if I want to be in this community. I don't even know if it has anything to do with what I'm searching for. That's annoying. But if you've already built a relationship with someone, then it's easy to say, you know what? I think you'd really love my group. Can I send you the link? They say yes. You send the link. Ask permission. Or if you're strategizing with someone in the DMs and you're helping them out come up with some solution, you could also include your community as one of the solutions. So I know when I'm talking to someone and they're struggling with getting clients and I've talked them through a few options that I suggest, one of my few options is going to be like head over into my community, the spiritualwomenentrepreneurs.com, and you're going to find a lot of great resources in there and you can check out the guides as well. You see how I'm being helpful. I'm not being annoying and just blasting the message out to everyone. The last two things I want you to remember when growing your group and getting people to engage is you have to be patient. It doesn't grow overnight and if it did grow overnight, you'd have all the wrong people in there and you'd want to kick them out anyway because it'll bring the engagement down when you have the wrong people in there. So you want great high quality people in there and it's more important to have high quality people in a small group than it is to have millions and millions of people in a group that are very low quality. So be very patient so that you can grow intentionally. And the last thing is to have fun. Don't make this stressful, make it fun. If you can create a fun environment, a fun community, people will be more likely to engage than if it's just very stressful. Okay, I hope this helps and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmelissa.com. Oh, wait. 
Before you go, I've got a special invitation for you, so listen up. Join thousands of spiritual women, entrepreneurs, coaches, healers, and business owners in a cozy community to learn effective and aligned strategies to grow and scale your business through organic marketing and so much more. I'm inviting you to join my free community called the Spiritual Women Entrepreneurs to lift one another up in business, spirituality, finances, and emotional support. Visit spiritualwomenentrepreneurs.com. See you on the inside.